0: I'm your host, Andrea, and I'm very excited to introduce my uh, co-host today, who is none other than our wayward, long-lost uh, host host-in-arms, Kitsy. That's me. I'm home. Welcome home. I've been on the road for what feels like a billion years. Truly forever. Yeah. Like, it really does. Yeah. Does it feel good to be home? It feels really good to be home. Um, does it feel weird to sleep in the same bed two nights in a row?
1: It does, mm-hmm. but it's nice. Um, my house needs cleaned real bad. Turns out when... when...
0: Hold, on, hold on, I want to provide a little footnote to that for people who didn't grow up in Pencil fucking Tucky. Uh, Kitsy's house needs to be cleaned real bad. That's what I said. <laughs> so that's kind of what you said. There's a bin in our studio that says needs tested. And I just, it every time I and see it... And everything in it needs tested. <laughs> It feels so good to have somebody say something more bizarre than any of my Jersey weirdness. So
1: maybe, maybe you're missing the point here, Andrea. Let me, let me let me get some context to this bin. Everything in it might be broken, and therefore <laughs> oh, testing is needed.
0: I see. Do you understand? Oh, Do you understand okay. now? Now, now I get it. Now, now get you get it. why it says that. Yeah, it needs to be tested. got it, gotta, it, yeah, gotta it be it got tested. It. It's so like I know that I don't know. So listeners, I'm, I'm assuming most of our. Maybe I shouldn't assume, but I I think many of our listeners are from the greater Philadelphia area, which means – I can't imagine why. Which means when I say things like, oh, well, when I'm done work for the day, nobody bats an eye, right? Like that's just how we say it here. I get shit for it from people outside of Jersey, Philly. Not even Jersey, South Jersey, Philly. Gethard is like floored by it.
1: Okay. So wait. Let me get this straight. So, Done work is fine. Yeah. But needs tested is an atrocity on the English language. Yeah.
0: Hurt people hurt people. You know what I mean? Hey, when did Blood Harmony come out? Is that this year? I think that was this year. Hold on. Was it? I think so. No. It was last year? October 22nd, 2021. Yeah. So which is to say this year... It was a year. It was a year and everybody's releasing their best of 2022 lists and I think that there's been so much good music out this year that I can't to say best of is really difficult. Yeah. So I don't think we're gonna.
1: Well, I don't I think best is is the wrong word anyway cuz Pacey's making a lot of noise scratching on the sofa there. Um and that's okay cuz he's a dog and he can do it what he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Um saying best is is kind of I don't love that because that implies that music some music is better than other music, which I don't know that I think is true. Um I think our favorites of 2022 is is the way to go. Our favorites. Yeah. Because that's really what it, that's really what a best stuff li- list really is when you think about it. It's like, what's my favorite shit that came out this year?
0: Exactly. And when I started making my list, though, it got extremely long. And yeah. so I've had to add a further um, qualification on mine. And it's my favorite album's that I listen to the most that aren't by people from New Jersey. Because
1: you have a whole separate Jersey list that we're going to do in another episode. In another
0: episode that's just going to be an extra thing because it Jersey, I'm so proud and I love you so much and I can't wait to spend a whole episode uh, talking about all of the incredible music y'all put out. So, Andrea. So, Kitsy, What's
1: first on your list of your favorite albums that came out this year? And you're doing these in chronological order, I believe. Yeah, I'm just
0: going chronological by release date so that I didn't have to worry about it. which I did realize my first entry isn't until March, which it can't. Listeners, let me know what I missed in January and February. I'm sure like there's stuff that I love that I'm just not remembering. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us know. First thing I'll say is we're not going to spend as much time talking about these songs as we usually would. A lot of these are by bands we've covered multiple times throughout the year, um, and I want to be. I'd rather feature more artists than spend a lot of time talking about these songs, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start, like I said, um, we're going to start chronological. However, my first one, two, three. Yeah, my first three entries are all from the same day because March 25, um, March 25th was like a huge day for album releases. It was, um, which
1: I- is I, I think people did that because my birthday is right around then.
0: Oh, they were your birthday releases. And so everyone
1: was like, we're going to give Kitsy a really cool birthday present, even though we know Kitsy doesn't like making a big deal about their birthday.
0: That's so nice. I remember um, in our... That's like their quiet way of helping you... Celebrate your birthday without having to celebrate your birthday.
1: Exactly. Like no one said, Hey Kitsy, I'm putting this out on the twenty fifth for your birthday but like I knew that's why they were doing it. And the fact that they didn't have to say it just meant all that much more to me. So thank you all for whoever it is that Andrew's gonna bring up. I don't remember who it was, but I'm sure I'm sure it, i'm sure they're all very good
0: um also i want to say there are some that probably would have made it on my list that are definitely going to make it on yours so we're just kind of spreading we the overlap. love around exactly
1: otherwise it'd just be two episodes of the same shit exactly and nobody needs that
0: you know what i realized i should have done what should you have if done? only there were a music blog that has been covering music all year that i could have looked at to see what came out in january and february oh, you
1: mean like brooklyn vegan
0: Uh, no, like The Alternative.
1: Oh, the alter- our friends with The Alternative. Exactly. Hi, Henderson
0: and everyone with The Alternative. Hey, we love you. Hey, we do so much. Um, No, our own fucking... It's it's funny because Henderson's our lawyer, and so we're legally obligated
1: to shout out The Alternative every few episodes. It's in our contract for some reason. I think he must have snuck it in there we weren't looking, so... <laughs>
0: He's a really good lawyer. <laughs> He's a really good lawyer. Okay. Our first of my favorite albums of 2022 is one that we did cover Um, we've been pretty vocal about how much we love this band they're a Philly area band so you know I love that and they released this album on March 25th Big Day for Music and it is Carly Cosgrove's album See You in Chemistry and I want to listen to Really Big Shrimp
2: Thank in... <laughs> Some special. As soon as they're over,
1: I'm not. It is wild to me that this band is from Philadelphia.
0: Cause they should be from fucking Milwaukee or some <laughs> shit. Like <laughs> Come on.
1: This is this is Midwest emo, like by by the numbers. I don't mean that in a bad way at all. Uh, no. It's oh, it's very good.
0: I this album is so special to me. I love it so much. This song is hands down my favorite on an album full of songs that I really, really love. Um it's like they it it's like, oh, what are Andrea's favorite things in a song? Oh, gang vocals? Yep. Oh, a soaring trumpet solo? Yep. Like just like a, a random horn section in a band that you don't typically Ha, huh, you know what's funny? My favorite ska band doesn't have horns, but I often like one of my favorite things is horns.
1: In a not ska context.
0: Yeah. Weird. Uh, I hadn't thought about that until just now. There's also that moment where um, all of the music drops out and it's just the one line of vocals so no one gets to fuck with this. Yeah. um, That gives me chills every time. It's just a great song and a great album. It's a great song.
1: It's a great album. I didn't spend enough time with it this year and that's on me.
0: Um, Oh, I want to say uh, Wax Bodega, which is a great Philly, um, little Philly label. That's Mm -hmm. what this was on. Again, March 25th. If you missed this one, check it out today. Um, it, do it right now. <laughs> well, I'll listen to the rest because I got the podcast. No, i got go, a, okay. I got a bunch of other great stuff. Um, the thing is, here's here's something strange to me is that, like I said, we're gonna cover three albums from March 25th. Carly Cosgrove for some reason feels like it feels like See You in Chemistry came out yesterday. Um, I, I don't know why this is. When the next album I'm going to um introduce, I wasn't even sure came out this year. I was like maybe this was a 2021 release and it's um the great american novel by our friends and proper yeah proper we love those guys so much came out the same day as um as and chemistry in fact we cover them both on the blog so i don't know i just i don't know i don't if know if only
1: you read the blog <laughs>
0: if only i had read the blog it is very funny wait we have a blog oh hey Kitsy. yeah where, I guess I should tell you, since you're the one who doesn't know we have a blog. I didn't know we had a blog. Yeah, if you head over to leftofthedial.fm, um, right at the top there. And that's, that's dot .com? That's .com. Um, uh-huh. Right at the top there is a little tab that says blog. Huh. You can click on it and check out all the incredible music we've covered um, wow. the last year or so. What do you know? Great American Novel, I mean, Nobody Needs Me to Tell Them, is an incredible, incredible album. Um proper is a band that we've been big fans of for a long time they played one of our pretty early lefto sessions i think i think they're in like at least the first half
1: they're in the, they, they were they were the last session of the first year of our sessions
0: okay so yeah. yeah um so yeah and they're a fantastic band doing really cool interesting you know and you know who produced that record i do know do you want me to yeah yeah our friend Barty strange yeah um, he produced this,
1: which is why it's so good. Well, no, that's not why it's so good. It's so good because it's proper and proper rules.
0: And there's a reason that Partiz was interested in working yes. with this band. But you put a producer like Partiz with a band like Proper, and you get amazing. You get the Great American Novel. It's so, it's so, it's so good. How good is it, Andrea? It's, it's really, really good. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just this big sprawling thing that shows all of the different like. Um, like, I don't know, tools that Proper has in their toolbox, you know? Like, they can do pretty much anything. So, the, like, the first big single off of the album was the just really um, big and powerful and, I don't know, it was, like, a on repeat for me for a few days, um, Red, White, and Blue, mm-hmm. which we covered when they released it and which... Where could you go to hear that if you really... Other than the album, of course.
1: Oh, other than the album? Well, you could go to uh, FM and go to our live sessions and find the proper live session because they played it before it came out um, in our live session and it was really cool.
0: Yeah, that was really exciting to get to to see that song live before anybody really got a chance to hear it. Um, It's it's such a great song. You know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? Here's what we're going to listen to now. What are we going to listen to now? We're going to listen to Milk and Honey, which was another single... Um, I'm specifically we're gonna do Milk and Honey, not just because it's one of my favorite songs on the album, but because it features some other folks um that that we love. Namely uh Lily Masherdemus from Logneck. Oh, we love her. Yeah, who was on the podcast this year.
1: Yeah. And the year before, I think. And did a live session. And
0: did a really lovely live session um and is just one of my one of my absolute favorites. And um Jer of Jer um, of Scotty Network and We Are the Union uh, plays um, and, some horns on the track. And also the internet. And of course, yes, you, you may have heard of them.
1: Jer from the internet. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And Jer, if you're reading this, that's weird because this is a podcast. But hi, Jer.
0: <laughs> Jer. Jer, if I've finally gotten around to getting transcripts off of this and you're reading the episode in the future, hey. So we're going to listen to Milk and Honey now. Let's do it. One, two, honey. I <laughs> don't
1: Um, cause I don't remember that song at all and it's great.
0: Yeah. This album is on, I mean, like it's, it is silly to say this album is, is incredible because everybody knows, I mean, it got, but I wonder, it's interesting. I'm not, I just realized I'm not seeing it on all of the, the best of lists. And I wonder if it's because it's from earlier in the year. If Or we're, is it cause everyone else is fucking up? could be because everyone else is fucking up um this this album is outstanding start to finish um every song is doing something different and unique but in a way that feels <laughs> perfectly proper um god damn it yeah yeah tell me i i'm putting maybe putting you on the spot right now but tell me like what stood out to you for this
1: um i think it's it's a lot slower than i think a lot of their stuff is mm-hmm. um at least the stuff i'm familiar with and it's um a little more droney like i'm i'm used to a little more straightforward rock a little more like driving stuff from them and so this felt like a a, a bit of a i don't want to say departure but um just like a a a, a tonal shift maybe and, and in a good way like it's it's kind of cool to see a band really explore the musical space around them and and to try something new. And it was really cool to hear.
0: Yeah. I think something I, like eclectic is one of those words that gets thrown at proper all the time. Um, and I think that that's true. But I think what's cool about this album maybe is that all of these songs, like I said, none of them feel like so far from anything we've heard from proper to me. It's like, here are the things we are already doing and we're kind of, kind of leaning into like done talking is a really good example of that. Um, I might play a few seconds of it here we that sounds completely different yeah. from uh milk and honey obviously but again both feel like proper songs and i think that they're taking the things that are in like the proper dna and really leaning into them in each song and then again soaring horns section <laughs> um I'm, I'm a sucker for it especially if it doesn't show up until the last like quarter of the song and just like brings the whole song up into the like stratosphere with it you know mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. God. And then, of course, Lily's vocals, you know, put her on anything, and it's... Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this album so much. I love the song so much. Uh, Big Scary Monsters is the label. I'll have links, of course, to everything in the show notes. Yeah. Check it out. So we've got one more. and From March 25th. From March 25th. And nobody's going to be surprised when I say who this is. It's um our friends in Riverby. We know them. Yeah. They put out one of the best... One of my favorite, I'm going to say one of the best, I don't care. One of the best albums of 2022. One of my favorite albums of 2022, Absolution. Also out on March 25th. Let's listen to, I'm going to give a couple of shout outs. Burn Your House Down. Great song. Off With Your Head. Great song. Imagine the ending makes me weep. So does Chapel. Great songs. Um, in different ways. The moon is... Terrible
1: song. <laughs> no, I, no, I love that one.
0: I love that one. It doesn't matter what I said right there. You're going to say terrible exactly. song. Exactly, yeah. But I'm going to do the obvious one for me because it's the one I haven't shut up about all year. Um, it's the one that I think I told August. There's, there's a harmony in the song that has rightfully so become everybody's like, it's the part of the song that people share on Instagram mm-hmm. whenever Riverby plays a show. I think I told August I wanted to put my fist through it's so good <laughs> when, through the harmony through literally through the harmony when they when they did the podcast and it is it's it's so good and it's birth by sleep I
3: come alive when you fall asleep
4: it's just a distraction i live in your
0: song of 2022 that tracks it really might be it's a good song it's 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 another example of like oh we've just hit all of the notes that that andrea loves it's just such a like it makes me want i mean you heard so the the harmony that i'm talking about is in the bridge the oh no baby you found yourself in love with a concept again it's on that that concept again Mm -hmm. it's so it's good yeah, but why? You're the you're the music person. Um, what is it that makes me want to break the song in half? I think it's there's
1: okay. I this is going to sound bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's nothing inherently special about that harmony. Um, it's a pretty standard, straightforward harmony as harmonies go. Um, I think it's just that it's placed in just the right spot mm. to give it just the right emphasis and and energy that it needs. In that moment. So I don't know that it's necessarily that the harmony itself is is special, but the timing, the placement, the the use of it to emphasize the point, I think, is what really makes it special.
0: That that makes a lot of sense. And I don't think that sounds bad at all. I think that shows that, like, what a thoughtful collection yeah. of musicians Riverby R slash is. I don't teach English anymore, so it doesn't matter. Um, you never did in the first place. <laughs> It's, it's all a ruse um
1: i never saw you do it <laughs>
0: um that that's something that yeah and it's just like we've said every time we've covered river bay on this podcast which is maybe too many times nah. others might say nah. um those people are wrong <laughs> exactly is that i need that to get jobs <laughs> august and tyler singing together it's just like for something about their voices together it's just like i don't know i it's beautiful. I think we're we're big, big, big fans. Obviously, yeah. um, One thing I, I will say that
1: this this song, like many Riverbys songs, features my favorite thing about um, August singing, which is their um, their vibrato, mm-hmm. that really fast, fluttery vibrato. Like, it's, it's it's very unique
0: to them. It is unique to them, but I'm so glad you brought it up because when we had um, August on the podcast, something we talked about is that, like, um, that was something that they were inspired to really, like, lean into and and make their own from um, Patrick Stump from my favorite band, Fall Out Boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I just have to, I mean, you said a thing that, yeah, no, no. and I had to, no, that's... yeah, but it is like a very, it is very, like, unique to, yeah. to August, I think. Yeah.
1: Which is which is cool. I mean, I think more singers need that like unique signature thing to their voice, um, and I think I think a lot of singers find it. I think it's rare for singers to find it so early in their musical journey, in their musical career, um, yeah. and and I think it's really cool that 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 August kind of like has found that and is aware of it and like knows when to use it. Um, that's just a, that's a very cool thing, and I always look for that when I'm listening to Riverby songs, and I am never disappointed. Yeah, you just. Um... They also don't overdo it, which is a thing I think can also like I think people also find that thing that's theirs. And they're like, I'm going to put this everywhere on everything. And that Mm -hmm. can be too much. And so I think it's a really good balance.
0: Yeah, I think it's also a testament to just like how um, like dexterous, I guess, is the word I want to use. August's voice is and this song highlights that you saying that made me realize it's like. August can do a lot of different yes. things. Like there's the stuff at the end where they really open up and are kind of like almost screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like in the bridge is is up in that that higher kind of like lighter um, part of their voice that that I think is really beautiful. And they, yeah, they kind of do it all in this song, but in a way that doesn't feel disjointed. Yeah. It's, doesn't feel forced. Yeah. Um, they played this song. We had them at, you were there. Um at uh, New Jersey is the World, the they played, Riverby played our one of our live shows.
1: Yes, I was there.
0: And they played this song and um, August introduced the second verse, the how many nice guys does it take to scream a light bulb with, and now a joke. Uh, and it was one of the first times or only, no. Not one of the first. It's one of the only times I can think of where a song got a laugh break at a show that I was at. Um, I have the video on my phone somewhere. I think if I can find it, I'll put it up um, on our Instagram because you can hear the audience. It's like it's a shitty video because I'm just on the side of the stage. Sure, yeah. Um, but uh, you can hear the audience laughing at the line when it follows. It, it's it's really good. It's a it's a lovely moment. This is a perfect time, real quick. I'm just going to plug something for New Jersey's the World super fast, but it's really for.
1: Um, I'm going to need New Jersey's the World to start paying <laughs> us some ad revenue here because
0: you got it. Um, really, this is a shout out for the the bands that we love. So New Jersey's the World this week put out our audio Yule log. It is a four and a half hour long episode of different people contributing different like holiday themed like bits and segments and. Uh, people reading different things, like past contributors to the show, um, and and some of our our listeners who are really who are really involved with the show. Um, and I reached out to the folks in Riverby about maybe submitting something. And August gave us a really gorgeous cover of Dancing in the Dark. That is, un- I mean, it's 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 perfect and beautiful, and I cry. Um, Tyler gave us. Uh, like reimagining of their song um on the run in Harmony, New Jersey in the style of Springsteen's Nebraska. Um and it's also the most
1: Tyler thing I've heard in my <laughs> it's life.
0: So good. It's such a Tyler thing and it's also so aware of your audience. Yes. Do you know what yes. I mean? Um and also added some sleigh bells because it's uh a Yule log to it's a holiday thing. Mm-hmm. Um And did mention in his email um, with it that he was on vocal rest that week and had to take it down to the octave, which as I told you, Kitsy, That's not actually vocal (laughs) rest. That's not vocal rest at all. Um, So I want to thank Tyler for that. And then also because Katie Lunar Year, Katie from the Lunar Year – played with him at that show, uh, I also asked her. And she wrote a brand new Christmas song. And it slaps. It's so fucking good. Um, and it'll be out, if you're listening the, to this, on Christmas Eve, um, which is probably when this episode will go up, judging by how long we've been recording for now. <laughs> um, uh, I think you can hear it today on Spotify and stuff. You don't have to go to our Ulog, though you should, because it's fantastic. But yeah, it's Merry Nightmare SUV, and it's it's fantastic.
1: So, so we've that's... been recording for... <laughs> uh 41 minutes and we've (laughs) and we're still in march so andrea what's next keep
0: moving keep moving so yeah so that was march in a nutshell so we're gonna move into april and um we're gonna talk about an album that i know that we're both fans of but i'm stealing it and it is signals midwest album dent Ooh, yeah good one we're gonna um listen to settled in my skin
1: that's really found their sound Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and really knows what they're about and writes really really good songs and you get what you expect out of it and that's really cool
0: yeah just really solid like yeah it's it's one of those things uh i think the first time i listened to this album you and i were driving oh we'd gone to pick up the trailer i think oh yeah 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 um and i just remember being really excited at how i was like oh, this is just really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's the review. It's just like, yeah. it's just solid as hell.
1: Like if you like Signals Midwest, you'll like this. Yeah.
0: That's, that's it. That's all there is to it. E- exactly. Exactly. Um, if this, you don't like Signals Midwest, you're fucking up. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Yeah, exactly. This album is full of just really just, I keep saying solid, it's but bangers. It's truly because like I, I was torn between this, I Used to Draw, and Tommy Took a Picture, which are maybe my three favorites. I also want to shout out Sure of It, which is um, the little interlude with um, our friend Katie from Backeye Yes, on. Yes, yes, uh, yes. That calls forward. I'm trying to remember the order. Yeah, it calls forward to a song a little later in the album. I forgot how much I love this album. Yeah. Fuck. I, well, that's what happens when, like, 20, 2022, and I know that a big part of this was, like, a lot of, like, the pandemic really put... Uh, kind of hold on a Mm -hmm. lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of great music coming out now that may have been out last year or even the year before. And it also led to a lot of people writing a lot more music than they maybe would have because they were endorsed. In fact, this song, um, I just want to read a little bit from a review I found from Cleveland.com, Stern, Maxwell Stern, who I also want to shout out real quick. Another album I really loved this year that could have made this list was uh, Timeshare's Limb. Yes, Ooh, Maxwell obviously is also Maxwell's one of those who you know, we, we joke about the band, the like super group of people who play in all the bands. Mm-hmm. It's Mike Yerg. Um Maxwell Stern might be another one. Yeah. In in the running. And uh Anyway, so Maxwell Stern wrote Settled in My Skin in December 2020 when he would have been out with friends in Cleveland during the holiday season. Because of the pandemic, he had to stay in Philadelphia, poor thing, Um, instead of heading to Northeast Ohio. The song in Ode to Friendship and Camaraderie took 20 minutes to write, Stern said. I wrote the song on a night I would have been in the bar soaking in good nostalgia. Um, It's it's a sort of imagined love song to friends. Um, Like, hey, I don't know what I'm going to see, but I just know that when I do, I'm going to appreciate it more than I ever have or at least make an attempt to. So it's a pandemic song. Um, And I I think that's really sweet.
1: I also just want to give a shout out to Signals Midwest. Uh, We shot their set at Fest, kind of impromptu. We weren't really, (laughs) we kind of, you and I kind of went down there last year, 2021, without a plan and a couple of cameras and we shot a few things. And I think the Signals Midwest set at Heartwood ended up being probably one of the most special things that we captured um that that weekend there was something really extra special about their set that year you know it was the first fest after the pandemic so we were all kind of back together for the first time and no one was really sure how it was going to go and what was going like, to what was it going to be like and you know max gave this this great speech in in the middle of the set about being present and being in the moment and how like this shit right here is the shit that matters and uh it was just it was really beautiful and so yeah. if you if you don't know what i'm talking about head over to our youtube channel um you'll find that at FM you can click the little youtube button at the top and you'll get there and we have the set from from fest last year up there and i i i'm really proud of it um you know, for, for considering Andrew and I didn't have people. <laughs> we're not camera people, we're not camera people. We didn't have a plan. We just kind of showed up. And went, Let's see what we can do. And, um, I don't know that, that, that just seems like one of those things where like, sometimes you capture a really special moment in time. And to me, that's one of those moments.
0: That's really lovely. All right. Well, we're going to, um, skip May. I don't know what happened to May. Let me know what I missed. Um, right to June. It's a little album, Kitsy. June 17th, June 17th.
1: What was I doing on June
0: 17th? I don't know. I don't know either. We could probably find out, but... Um, Might have been on tour. With who? Catbite, maybe? Maybe. Um, I'll tell you who you weren't on tour with. Who wasn't I on tour Bart with? Barty Strange. Yeah, not till August. Yeah, no. Um, because June 17th is when Farm to Table dropped.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. And I know
0: people are shocked that this is on my year-end list. I'm I'm baffled. <laughs> I... um. This, I mean, th- this was my my album of the year. I mean, it was mine in half of the world, so I'm not saying anything that anybody yeah. doesn't know. And rightly so, this album. It's we covered Wretched on the podcast when the single dropped. Mm-hmm. I think we specifically talked about the Jimmy Kimmel Kimmel
1: slash Fallon, whoever it was.
0: <laughs> Every time I forget, they're and then, the
1: same person. They're interchangeable. Honestly, Don't at me,
0: truly. Um, but I know we've both watched that a bunch of times. And so we're not going to listen to wretched. I'm genuinely curious as which song you picked. Um, so am I. <laughs> we'll find out together. I mean, Wretched is my favorite song on my favorite album. Oh, I know what we're going to listen to. Of 2022, it's I I think it's a perfect song. I don't know what like I I mean, what would you do different? Nothing, cuz it's perfect. That's a hypothetical question, Kitsy. But it wasn't my most played song of 2022. We're going to listen to my most played song of 2022, um, and that's Cosigns.
2: Okay. Damn, just got out the van. Universal, hit me about some texts I need to send. Need my address for some checks that they forgot to send flip this transit i think i'ma need the binge i'm in la i'm with phoebe i'm a genius then i'm in shaitan i'm with lucy i just got the skin. hit up courtney that's my aussie i already stand i'm on facetime i'm with justin we already friends we already friends we already friends i'm on facetime i'm with justin we
0: my most played song because it is the shortest. Is it the shortest? Hold on. Well, okay. It's the shortest one on the album. If you don't count, we were only close for like two weeks. I always have to listen to it twice. And so even though I've, it's, you know, I've listened to this album. it My best of list is Cosines, and then every other song on the album in track order. Because I've just <laughs> listened to this album so many times. But every time I have to go back and listen to Cosines twice. Uh, Bartiz does that thing where his the song is done for him. So it's done. It's one verse, mm-hmm. and a, a is it even? I guess it's a chorus. What would you? I guess it's like a verse and a half and a chorus, because I think. That, well, how would you how would you describe the like the beats of this? Not beats the so movements this is, of the song. So
1: what's what's interesting about this is I've spent the last six weeks listening to this song every night because I've been on tour doing front of house for parties, and so I've heard this song every night for the past six weeks. And I don't know that I can even remember the exact structure of the song, because to me, I stopped, I stopped, I don't listen to the song as a consumer of music at that point. At that point, I'm listening for like, okay, this is the part where Bartiz's vocal needs to be louder. This is mm-hmm. the part where you need to do delay throws. This is the part where the rest of the band kicks in. So I got to bump the 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 drums. Like, you know, and so to me, like, I stopped kind of listening to it as in like, this is the verse, this is the chorus. And just like, these are the parts where I have cues I need to hit. And there's a lot of them in cosines for me, yeah, actually.
0: Because there's a lot of different stuff happening in this song. One of my favorite things. So I've seen, I've seen um, Bartiz a few times this year. And one of my f- <laughs> One of my favorite things um, he does is in this song, uh, when he there's uh, the line is um, with Martin in the mill, we're making bread. And in the song, he just he's the line is delivered as it's delivered <laughs> when he does it live. He drops into this like hardcore scream kind of. But it's also got the the regular like distortion not distortion, what's the word? The regular like vocal effect on yeah. it.
1: Well, there's there's distortion and auto-tune on his voice in that in that track.
0: And he's also when he does it live screaming. Yeah. It is
1: And I'm doing a delay <laughs> throw on top of it. So it's getting it gets really chaotic in that moment.
0: That's the word. It's so it makes me laugh every time. It's so good and it's so over the top. And it makes me so happy. And it kind of feeds into because then there's there's a little more of that one verse or a little bit more of the second shorter verse, or whatever you want to call that. Um, but then he goes into the big, like again, I call it the chorus. I don't know if you can call it that, but it's like the big. What would you? Yeah, I guess the chorus. Chorus of it's the how to um, how to be full. It's hard to know that whole yeah. part, which on the album has a lot more going on over top of his vocals than the rest of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so to kind yeah, of like, it
1: gets it more intense there and and live, it does the same thing. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's what I like is that he kind of teases that in the live version yeah. when he gets to that making bread line. And also it's just very fun and, and over the top, uh, it's just a fantastic song and a fantastic album. So that's all I listened to in June. So that's all we're going to talk about for June. We're moving on to July, July 1st. Um, it's an album we, we did cover, um, earlier this year (laughs) right around July and it's um, Camp Trash The Long Way The Slow Way Um, their album came out like I said July 1st on Count Your Lucky Stars Records and we are gonna listen to we're gonna listen to Lake Erie Boys I love this album so much. I love Camp Trash. Um as I mentioned when we covered them before, also just one of the funniest uh Twitter people that that I follow. And so I want to <laughs> shout that out. Um just the it's like the warmest, sunniest vocals um that do not that are in like direct contrast to the lyrics a lot of the time. Um this one uh we're lying about. Yeah, it's my car covered in snow, so I took the long way home. Wrap plastic bags around my feet. I want to see the things you see. Uh, the only sound my steps in snow. I want to sing the songs you know. It's dark and it's cold. Where have you been? Uh, like, that's a winter song. Yeah. What's a band from Florida know about winter, I guess? But it is like, it's just this, again, the, the warmest, sunniest, grown-up pop punk kind of that is obviously no surprise to anybody who has listened to our podcast um, directly up my alley. Yeah, yeah, I, I love this album. I love this song. I I love Camp Trash. Uh, it's their debut album too, which I think is again pretty impressive to come out with something. Is that true? Hold on,
1: Andrew's just making shit up again.
0: <laughs> it's uh their debut full length album. You know what's funny that we say full length because however long it is, it's the full length, right? Right? Am I right?
1: Airplane food. Am I right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal? We got another July album. Um July twenty second, twenty twenty two. What happened then? An album I really love came out. Which was Pool
1: Kids by Pool Kids. Oh, I know Pool Kids. You kind of do. Yeah, no, because um um someone from Dekembe's in Pool Kids, right? <laughs> Our friend Andy. Andy. Um, not Randy. The other A- one, Andy. Yeah,
0: exactly. Andy. Andy's, uh, the the hair, right? <laughs> Andy's the one with the hair, right? Andy is <laughs> the one with the hair. Um, Look, I'm, if you've seen Andy, you know he's he, got the hair. He's got the hair. He's also in two of the best bands. Pool Kids is a band that we've covered. Oh, we covered Jamie Coletta when she was here. We covered um, Talk Too Much. Oh, okay. We're going to listen to um, Swallow off of Pool Kids' self titled album Pool Kids on Skeletal Lightning.
1: get a chance to spend a lot of time with this year and uh i think that might have been a mistake
0: yeah i think this album is is right up your alley for sure
1: i think it is too and i mean that song went directions i was not expecting Mm -hmm. it was like you know every 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 now and then i was kind of had this like moment Mm -hmm. um like there was almost like a taylor swifty kind of moment in that song oh a little bit at one point and i was just like huh okay um That was very cool. I need to spend more time with this one, for sure.
0: Yeah, they're just, they're, it's like, it is a pop album in a lot of ways. Yes. Like, it just is, but it also has this kind of like, uh, big, like, kind of like dark, like almost, almost like gothy feel to it. Like, I don't know how to really explain it Otherwise, it's like at- atmospheric, but in like a kind of like.
1: It's also got some proggy elements to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is
0: cool. It's got a lot going on. It's just, just yeah. There's
1: a lot going on there, and it's I I want to spend some more time with it because I don't feel like I can do it justice off that one listen.
0: Yeah, I think um I think you're you're right. Yeah, again, it's another example of a song. It has a lot going on, but not because it doesn't know what it's trying to do or be. Like it feels really yes. thoughtful. Yes,
1: a- absolutely, absolutely.
0: And again, another band that our our friend Andy's just crushing it in. Yeah,
1: his hair is beautiful, <laughs> and so and is so music. is his personality. <laughs>
0: <laughs> their their lead singer and guitarist Christine Goodwin has this just like big, I don't, just big beautiful voice that that really kind of like brings this like big kind of like almost lightness
4: mm-hmm.
0: to the song. Even though not that not that I would say her voice is particularly light. It's not that it just like opens up. It's airy. Airy, sure, yeah. Just like very open. I don't know. Yeah. I hear Um, that. And I think that uh this is a band full of people with great hair now that I'm looking at everybody all together. Do we
1: want to go ahead and just give them the the best hair award of 2022 I feel I feel confident. Pool
0: kids, best hair of 2022. Yeah, okay, done. I think that's all we need to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) September 16th. Ooh, we're getting into September. Here we go. Big surprise that this made my best of list. It's our friends, the Tisburys. Oh, I know them. Yeah. And they um, put out this album that a wholly original title that nobody else has ever used before. Yeah. In a stroke of genius, they've titled their album Exile on Main Street.
1: And see, I think this title probably comes from the fact that um, I know at least Tyler uh, works uh on main street in maniunk in philadelphia Mm -hmm. uh main street music he works there and so i have a feeling that's probably where they got the inspiration for this title and the only place the only place yes
0: i agree yeah it's a self-released album which is which makes it even more impressive um let's pick a song
1: i mean you can't go wrong it's
0: tisbury's you really can't this is such a a lovely album um is it cheating if i pick the jersey song i think i want to do language of luxury
5: You're ready.
1: tisbury's is there's something just inherently nostalgic about everything that they do like there's this like hint of i've heard this before even though i haven't in all of their music and i kind of love that that's not an easy thing to accomplish
0: yeah because it's 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 a looking back but it doesn't feel like derivative or dated yeah and it doesn't it doesn't feel like they're trying to like To just capture somebody else's sound, it's like they're they're trying to like their DNA is is infused with their um, influences. I think. I mean, this is a Springsteen meets. I mean, this is like all.
1: I mean, mean, to me, like if if you took Springsteen and Tom Petty Uh and the Replacements and kind of rolled them all into a ball, and then flattened that ball out, Mm -hmm. and then rolled it into like a a long like hot dog shape thing hmm that'd be the tisbury's
0: and dunked it in the schuylkill
1: <laughs> yeah a little bit of that philly dirt on it you know
0: yeah exactly you'd get the tisbury's a hundred percent yeah yeah that's another and then twist
1: it into a pretzel because philly
0: <laughs> perfect there you go yep um there we finally got there uh, yeah and uh it's they're another band they're another band that's like full of sunshine in a way that doesn't feel cloying yeah um they're who you want to listen to when you're in they're the a car. They're hundred percent a road trip band, but their lyrics are thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, and they're sweethearts and they're, and they're sweethearts. Um, and the, this song has a direct Springsteen. I mean, it's obviously it's got a lot of Springsteen references. Like there's a saxophone, like, mm-hmm. um, but there's literally a, a borrowed line. Yep. And that known Springsteen disliker, uh, disparager Doug Keller is in this band um, really speaks to their ability to work together as a team. And I think that's beautiful.
1: Now, here's the thing. Do you think Doug knew that that was a a Springsteen referential lyric or do you think that he doesn't (laughs) like Springsteen enough that 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 would have got past him and he's just now finding out about it listening to this podcast right now?
0: (laughs) I hope that that's true. I have to. The thing about Doug is he doesn't. I mean, I know that he has tried. He hasn't wanted to try to like Bruce, but I know that as an experiment, he has spent time trying. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he's tired of us talking about how much he hates Bruce? I'm not because it's his fault.
1: Yeah. No, he
0: he brought this on himself. So, um, so yeah, um, obviously if, if this, there's a reason I chose this song and it's, I mean. The Bruce Connection. It's the Bruce Connection. How could I not? The Bruce
1: Connection is your other podcast about music.
0: TM, 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 TM,
1: Where you, you just talk to artists TM, TM, about, TM, TM. about their connections to Bruce Springsteen. It's just... Musically.
0: It's just the Tisburys and uh, Brian Fallon. <laughs> just every <laughs> every week it's one of them. That's like my dream podcast.
1: Your your even week co-host is is Tyler and your odd week co-host is Brian Fallon. Yeah, it's perfect.
0: I can't wait for that. The new project from Left the
1: Dial coming to you in 2023.
0: The Bruce connection. That's enough Tisberries. We've given them so much airtime.
1: They deserve it. They deserve it. Because you know what? Not enough people are talking about the Tisburys.
0: We've got two more from two little known acts. Really love to give um, the, these like hardworking bands that people don't know about a little shine. Um, I really did struggle with, with that, but I wanted to be honest with what I listened to the most this no, year. No, you should. And one of the albums that I listened to the most this year came out September 23rd, and it's The Wonder Years The Hum Goes On Forever. And we're going to listen to Wyatt's song in parentheses, your name.
1: that on paper I should absolutely be obsessed with and just never really clicked for me. Like every time someone plays them for me, I'm like, I like this, but I just never really got hooked the way I feel like I should have on them. Yeah, I think- I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I think we've talked about that a couple of times. They're a band where I think on the spectrum of like Wonder Years fans, I'm a little closer to the other of like, or on the spectrum of don't know- the Wander Years to They're My Favorite Band. I'm a little further to the right than you. Yes, Um definitely. But, but this year was the year where they really clicked with me and I became obsessed and just kind of like I went back and inhaled everything that I missed and was mad at myself because it was that thing where I've always been like every song I hear I love. I don't know why. And and they're a Philly band. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what did it for me? Is that Dan Campbell moved to South Jersey. <laughs> And so, now and so now it's
1: okay for you to like them. Well,
0: no, now it's that our souls are connected. Oh, and so I'm able to, to connect with the music that way. This This album is a stunner. It just, it's top to bottom unbelievable. It is. This is a beautiful song about Dan Campbell's son. Wyatt, obviously, um, that line "Your name's the only name I like" is such a like. It's such a parenty thing. Mm-hmm. Or your name's the only one I like. Specificity in lyrics is something I really love, yeah. and they're a band who does that. And um, it's just a beautiful album. And the and thing is,
1: if you're listening to this podcast, you don't need to tell us. You don't need us to tell you to listen to the Wonder Years. You already know. Yeah,
0: you guys have been telling us. <laughs> Moving on. Um, also, from that same day, September 23rd, Future Teens put out Self Help this year. Oh my God, that's right. And it is. Well, it's
1: Future Teens, so it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I think I said that the Tisbury's have maybe gotten the most airtime, but it like Future Teens put something out and we cover it. <laughs> like, there's just no. It's just that simple. Yeah, they're just. We love that band. Yeah, we um we covered um, Team Sports, which features Dan Campbell, um, which is when I realized that Dan Campbell just sounds like he's part of fucking Future Teens. We're going to listen to Stress Dream. Get up, get up. Covered team sports, which was an Amy Led song, mm-hmm. and so I figured today we'd pick one. that's a Daniel Led song. Um, I also picked Stress Stream because this is a song that is about um, you and I walking through our daily lives. Um, on one hand, it seems I don't have the time to do what I need. On the other, I find I'm looking up which Lawrence brother died. Turns out they're all alive, and I'm glad to see. <laughs> and I'm glad to see that they're all right. But now back to the task at hand. God damn it! What was I doing again?
1: Yeah, that's.
0: That last line, there'll be time like the present some other day soon, is just like, the song just really came for me directly. It did. And I think it's important that uh sometimes music helps you kind of look inward. And this is a song that really helps me look inward. Um, Future teens doing the thing future teens do. Just these big, like... Great songs. Yeah. Thoughtful, introspective, catchy as hell. Um Great songs. Great songs that always make me want to cry a little bit. Self Help is a really fantastic album. They've also introduced um, a mascot named Helpy. Or, yeah, Helpy, who is a videotape with arms and legs. And I love him. I love that. And he comes to shows. And I think you can get selfies with him um, <laughs> if, if you catch them on tour, I think. And I love that. Yeah, they're great. It's also great album art. They also have some of my favorite merch all the time. Um, oh,
1: you're wearing some right now.
0: <laughs> I didn't plan this, but I am, in fact, wearing a future teen shirt right yeah. now. And go go check this album out if you haven't, though you probably have. Hey, Kitsy! Yo. Good news. We're done? <laughs> we got one more. It's an album that we have covered the hell out of. One of my favorite episodes this year was with our very generous with his time and brain, I guess, um, guest Franz Nikolai. Hmm. His album, New River, is another stunner. Um, it has not left my... Um, my six CD changer in the back of my car. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it wouldn't have left because it's like, well, yeah, it wouldn't like I wouldn't take it off of my.
1: It's just, you know, the changers in the trunk and it's so hard to get the CDs out of it.
0: Exactly. Um, Here's what we're going to listen to, though. We're going to listen to Garlic and Vine.
6: A shaft of the sun Makes the tower and the light Jump into falsetto What do you consider fun? We can settle in the band Shell and play games with the echo I wanted to write you a short song But I didn't have time So wrote you a long run Make gods of guard Find what you love and let it kill you No, find what you love and let it keep you alive The dawn leapt from its bed and dissolved the stars We went from counting our blessings to counting cars And the bars on our windows Anything to keep our heads from our pillows I wanted to write you a glad song but I didn't have time So I wrote you a sad one made gods of garlic and vine. We sat on a bench and watched roses, and Let one all sweep the water, and the other swept the strand. I shut my mouth, him in the rising sun. It got tired. Make a spade for me With what's left Make a hole for me With what's left Make an axe for me With what's left Make a dagger for me Opie Fire, it'll be water next time keep a stained glass conscience and a burrowing mind. We know so few ways to begin a life so many ways to leave one behind wanted to write you a sad song but I didn't have time so I wrote you a
1: a sad song but i didn't have time so i wrote you a bad one is such a good line
0: yeah um and that following um the first time he does it it's i wanted to write you a glad song but i didn't have time so i wrote you a sad one
4: Mm
0: -hmm. um and both of those are a reference to um i wanted to write you a it's I forget what the line is exactly, but it's I wanted it's somebody's line. Um we talked about it in the episode with Ron's, but it's I wanted uh I would have written you a shorter letter, but I didn't have the time. I think is it's a quote like that.
1: Oh, and it's Churchill, right? Something I think it's, it's Churchill. It's
0: misappropriated all the time. People say Twain, it's not Mark Twain. Um
1: I think I think the the quote actually is if I had more time, I would, would have written have, a shorter, shorter letter. letter. Yeah. I didn't
0: have time to write a short letter, so I wrote a long one instead. Um or I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long one. It's it's the mathematician Blaise Pascal. <laughs> it is uh provincial letters. Um, I would have written a shorter letter, but I did not have the time. It's a translation, so it's obviously yeah. translated variously, um, often m- misappropriated, which makes it even better that it's in this song. Mm-hmm. Re kind of thought through as a musician. Yeah. Um. I also love the so Jeff Rosenstock is on this is on this track. Um, and as Franz told us, um, the, his, there's a line in the song, um, where did it go? uh, it got Saturn. it got weirder than I was gone. Um, which is a direct reference to a mom, the music industry song, oh, cool. um, uh, and was in this song before Franz, um, asked Rosenstock to be on the track, which, uh, I think is, is a fun little, that is fun. yeah, the way that works together, um. Again, fantastic album. Franz Nikolai is one of my favorite lyricists. He's he's just a really thoughtful songwriter. If you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out because it really is. I mean, he was so just like open and and thoughtful and fun. And um, Doug Keller and I had a great time.
1: Oh. And Franz Nikolai will be playing, uh, if you're in Philly or around Philly or have the urge to travel to Philly, in February, I think. Andrea's going to look up the date while I talk about it. But uh, Franz Nikolai will be playing Kung Fu Necktie. And opening that show will be our friends, uh, Timeshares and the Tisburys.
0: That's right. And then, if you listen to that episode, you will hear the magic happen, um, where Duggan and Franz connect over um, his maybe coming to do a show in Philly. And it is, yeah, February sixteenth. Doors seven. Tickets are only twelve bucks if you get them now. Um, You should get them now, and you should show up on time because that is a stacked. That's a stacked lineup. Stacked little lineup. That's a great lineup. Um, I'm I'm so pumped for that, and. Yeah, I won't say more about the song because we talked about it in depth. Yeah. And you can hear about Go it listen straight to that from the episode. source. I'll I'll drop links. So yeah, this was a real marathon of uh twenty twenty two that you and I just and now I get to you get to sh- edit this this down so to an hour ish. It was a joy though recounting um I'll, and again, this is just a short selection. Um, catch me sometime in the near future, maybe with Kitsy. We'll see, talking about the best Jersey music of 2022. I'm going to get that together soon, too.
1: Hell yeah. And we're also going to do mine, my best of 2022, right. which will be like three minutes long because I listened to no music this year.
0: <laughs> and and yeah, a lot of great music coming up in 2023 that I'm excited about that maybe we'll talk about um, next year. I would say Happy New Year, but we've got at least one more episode before then. So I'll say it then. Left of the Dial.FM. For everything um, at Left of the Dial PC on Twitter, at Left of the Dial FM on Instagram, Left of the Dial FM um, on Patreon, and that's everything. Yeah. This has been Left of the Dial. I've been your host, Andrea. Kitsi has been my co host. That's me. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Woo! And if I don't see you
5: in a long, long while, I try to dial Left to the dial